Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome. You are now tuning into the Data Self Podcast, hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig Madison, as we die daily and live for God, based off of Colossians 3 and 3. Our motto here at Data Self is living that Christ is glorified, dying to make Jesus known. And this right here is episode four. We actually is on the road, <laughs> on the road. We're on the road for 2022, man. Like, it's, it's really a, it's actually fun doing this this podcast and revamp the podcast and all that. Just aim to talk, um, talk about the Lord, talk about sports, you know, music, community, and stuff like that pertaining to the culture that's going on in this world. Um, um, again, you know what I'm saying, we have added a new um, segment here on Data Self, um, the podcast where we have um, the bread of the day, which is, you know, scripture of the day. Um, you know what I'm saying, we added, the, uh, we decided to call it the bread of the day because, you know, they say the word of God is the bread of life. You know, the Bible is the bread of life. So the bread of the day coming from Proverbs 24 um, and 16. And the word reads in Proverbs 24, 16 is for a just man falleth seven times and rises up again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. Again, Proverbs 24, 16 reads for a just man falleth seven times. And rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Okay, um, this scripture right here really hits home for me. Um, I've quoted this scripture so many times um, because as a believer, I've fallen so many times as as did others. So a lot of y'all will definitely understand where I'm coming from. The scripture saying that. Um, a just man falleth seven times And I believe uh, the book of Proverbs was written by Solomon um, So when um, when Solomon was basically um, declaring and, and saying this particular Proverbs um, He was you know, dealing with situations in life that caused him to fall Especially by Solomon being the type of man he was, a man of wisdom um, He had a bunch of wives and he had weakness when it come to women but even regarding to that, um, he said a just man, meaning male or female, in regards, a just man will fall, but seven times, but you sh- but he but you will rise and the wicked should fall in the mission, meaning sin will fall by the wayside. I'm paraphrasing. So in so many words, it doesn't matter how many times you fall, it's all about you getting up. So if you fall back down, like if you fall. You repent and you get back up and try again and flee from the sin that caused you to fall in the first place. So that's where the wicked shall fall in the mischief. It shall fall out of sight. It shall fall where it needs to be, back to the pits of hell. So don't don't get discouraged if you fall because that's all part of the walk. You know, you learn from it, you fall, you learn from it, you repent, you get up, you dust yourself off, and you keep moving forward and do your best with the help of God and with the help of the Holy Spirit that you should not fall back into that same device or that same vice that caused you to fall back into sin. So, 
Again, Proverbs 24, 16, for a just man falleth seven times and rise up again, but the wicked should fall in mischief. That's the bread of the day. Um, I hope that uh, helped you out. You know what I'm saying? Just remember, you know, we all may fall. We all going to fall short of the glory of God. But just know that we have our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to help us overcome sin with the power of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. All right. On this day, on this episode, um, I have a special guest, another guest. Um, it's a young lady that I've met, that I've um, known, um, I think going on two years now, two years, two, three years. I could be, could be two, three years. Um, she's ba- she is basically based out of Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Kansas City. I'm, I'm going to just put that right there. Kansas City, Missouri. Um, she's a she's a very, um, how can I say? She's a very talented young woman. Um, she's very um, articulate in, you know, in what she's con- trying to convey unto the world. She's a mother. She's a woman of God. She's a spoken word artist, a Christian spoken word artist. And she's also... A Christian rapper now, you know what I'm saying, that we're going to have to get into and talk about. You know, she may not admit it, but, you know, she's a Christian rapper, a CHH artist now. Um, and we're going to talk about some of the music that she has coming up and some of the pieces she got coming up as well as far as her spoken word pieces and whatnot. And I'm talking about my my sister, my, my sister in Christ, my, my dad herself, Conrad, the first lady of dad herself. Is Robin Wrights, um, you know, that's her stage name, um, Robin Wrights. We're going to have her on in a few minutes on the Data Self Podcast. Uh, y'all get to know her story, her testimony, and everything about the woman of God and about her uh, gifts and motherhood and uh, it just as, as far as her walk and her journey up to this point. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all stay tuned. This is the Data Self Podcast. And the next segment, I will have my sister in Christ, the first lady, a data self, and a data self, and DTS ladies also. We're going to have none other than my sister, Robin Wright. So stay tuned. It's the Data Self Podcast with your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. All right. Hey, you guys, we back. This is the Data Self Podcast hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. Um, episode four. Um, I'm really excited about this next guest I have right here that came and graced her presence on the Data Self podcast. Um, like I said before, um, she's based out of Kansas City, Missouri, home of the Kansas City Chiefs, which we're going to touch on that later. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to speak on it right now, but we're going to touch on that later. Um, but she's also, she's also a woman of God that loves the Lord. She's very transparent. She's a mother. She's a photographer. That's what I forgot. It's just Donna. She's a photographer. Wow, we're going to have to touch on that too. She's also a, a spoken, a Christian spoken word artist and and also a Christian rapper that on the on the low. She's a Christian rapper on the low. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that too. And she's also a, a member, first lady member of Data the Data Self movement, which I feel like it was a blessing to bring her in, and I'm glad that she's a part of it. 
um, none other than my sister, my sister in Christ, Robin Rice. Man, what's going on, sis? How's it going? It's going good. I'm so excited and to be here. I just thank you for, you know, wanting me to be a part of this. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, bless, bless, bless the Lord, man. We're glad to have you on the Data Self Podcast so people can kind of get to know more about the woman behind everything that's, that's, that you convey to the world as far as, you know, your Christianity, your walk, your spoken word and everything like that. So, um, we glad to have you on, sis, to chop it up with, with your big bro and stuff. That's what's up. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. All right, so first off, uh, uh, Robin, um, we're going to ask to see, you know, so people can know um, your testimony on um, how you came into the knowledge of the Lord. How You know, what what uh, what caused you to eventually crowd the Lord and, and, want, and wanted to get saved? Like, let's... let's to, uh, let the world know more about your testimony. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I've been in church my whole life. Uh, I was born and raised in church. Uh, uh, Basically, a now, drug, a drug baby. Yes, I was. Okay. Uh, mama, mama drugged me to church <laughs> with me and my other brothers, and uh, I, I just. I've always had an affinity towards God and towards church, you know, and I just remember, uh, I think I might've been like nine years old, 10 or something. I remember going into my mama's room one day and I was just like, mommy, there's something different about me. Like, I don't want to be with the kids you know, at you know, you know, you got children's church at church. Right. So I was like, I don't, I don't want to be with the kids. I feel like I'm too old to be with the kids, but then I don't want to be with the grown up because I feel like I'm still too young to be with the adults. So I always knew it was like something different or special about me or something. Let's just say something different back yeah. then. Something different, but I don't even, you know, have a date, you know, everybody got that date that they knew that they was just, you know, that they got saved yeah. and was born again, but I don't have a date. Uh, I just know that I've always had an affinity towards God, and as I grew up, as I got older, I just um gave into that desire um you know of course i went to church uh read my bible uh of course got into you know into trouble of course and i'm sure we'll get into that later but um still never really left christ never left church never really stopped going to church i took a break for a little bit like you know a few some sundays i ain't go but never really like left the church okay so i don't really have like a date but i just know that as i grew older i could i could tell that like okay i need jesus like i need him like life is a little crazy out here in these streets and uh i need him so as i just you know grew up got older i just kind of gave in to that affinity to that 
you know, the Bible says, uh, I love kindness is drawn us. So yeah. that's kind of what it was. I was just kind of drawn to Jesus and I just kept, kept going and I'm still going now. Man, okay. That's what's up, man. Like, um, I think, I think honestly that your testimony is, is dope. Um, I, I just want to, um, uh, piggyback off of it a little bit because, um, the fact that you saying that you didn't have a date that it, you know what I'm saying? You've been in it all your life. The testimony in, in that, even though you had, you made some mistakes along the way, the testimony is you, 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 you never gave up. So that's a testimony in itself that you, um, that you've been with God. Even if, even though you wasn't perfect all the way, you never truly just said, I'm just not finna do this no more. So I think that's a testimony in itself that you just stayed with the Lord your whole entire life. And everybody don't have that testimony. So I think that's more profound than anything right there. That's true. Um, and you know, it's, it's a good thing, but it can also be a bad, I don't say a bad thing, but it can also kind of be a hang up too. Cause I know being uh, born and raised in the church, you just kind of get so used to hearing yeah you know, the word and songs and the cliche uh, statements, you know, that it just, it don't phase you no more versus like a new believer or somebody that's coming in, you know what I'm saying? They be all, you know, you know, they get saved and they on fire, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? They just ready to go. Let's do it. It's like a new light done Mm -hmm. been shine. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm just uh, all the old things have passed away, and everything is all brand new for them. Like, but you know, but for some of us that's been in church our whole lives, it's just like, yeah, we've heard this all before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so talk, yeah, not... talk. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, talk about that for a little bit before we move on. As far as yeah. um, being a kid, that's basically a, a church kid per se. Um, how? When 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 was the age where you you know what I'm saying because you know like you said you was a dr- you was a drug baby you was drug to church when was it that age that time and that age when you personally took the Lord as your personal savior like you'd be like okay I'm I'm gonna learn the Lord for my own self not basing off my mother but when was that age when you decide or when you came to uh. A decision where I'm gonna learn the Lord for my for my own personal self for my own self. Um, I would say, um, you know what, Zig, I'm gonna I'm put it like this: I had um, aha moments. Okay. And they usually came after I did something crazy, and then I just be like, okay, God, let me just. Let me stop. The first, I was uh, I was 14 when I uh, kind of, when it kind of hit me um, that I really, you know, that God, there's really something to God. Mm. And I think that's when my attitude changed um, and I didn't want to do you know, the regular 14-year-old stuff. I wasn't, I never really was into boys like that. I mean, I I liked boys, but I wasn't into them like my peers was. Okay. So, 
you know, my mindset kind of changed. And I was just kind of like, you know, if I would see something, I'd be like, yeah, I don't think God would like that. So I'm not going to do that. So I just, it just something at the age of 14, it just kind of took, you know, took me in a different direction. But, um, I, but even though I was still a regular uh, teenager, regular kid, you know, so I did, you know, this and that and the third, but, you know, nothing crazy. But yeah. but I, 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 I know um, I had another moment uh, when I was 19 that um, I had uh, I had met this guy at my job. Okay. And um and uh I met this guy at my job and me and him became real close. And he was much older than me. He was probably like twenty nine. He was probably like pushing thirty and I was nineteen. And uh, you know, he was uh he was uh he sold um pharmaceuticals and uh <laughs> he you know, he interests me. Because, you know, I was, I was 19. I was in, I was going to a community college. I was in school. Um, At that time, I didn't have uh, my daughter, but I, you know, I was a church kid and I, I hear I meet this, this grown man who uh, had his own business, you know, and uh, I just, I don't know. At first I was you know, kind of turned off by him, but then I was like, but then as, you know, our, as we worked together, our relationship, our work relationship kind of grew, I was like, oh, he's not that bad, you know, so I kind of, so we talked more and hung out more, and um, I had ended up uh, losing my virginity to him, mm. and he was um, the first guy that ever really like broke my heart because like remember I told you I never really was into boys like that yeah. but when I met him it was something about him and uh, I just remember that um, after the situation with him I remember actually you know I, I remember during the situation with him and I knew I was doing wrong I knew I was doing wrong but I still went to church I still, you know, I, I still went to church. I was still in church. I was still, you know, reading my Bible and, you know, the daily bread, um, the little daily bread booklets with the little, uh, you know, little sayings and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And uh, so I, I was still connected, but I knew I was doing wrong. But I, I remember I was dry. I was leaving work and I had saw in the clouds the the clouds had formed into an angel and I could see the trumpet coming up to his mouth real slow mm. and I was like oh my god please don't blow that trumpet please don't because I was not ready right. <laughs> but I was so scared looking at this image you thought the rapture was and coming I thought it was coming I thought it was over and I, and then once the horn got to his mouth, the picture just kind of faded away, or the cloud just kind of faded away. So I was just like, okay, I need to get it together. But um, soon that, but I didn't not right away. I didn't get it together right away. It took him, <laughs> it took him um, 
messing with another girl that it just it kind of it broke my heart and I was so upset because me and him was so close and I was you know I shared some you know some things with him that nobody knew and he was telling her this stuff and of course you know I found out about it was just a mess and I was just like okay God let me stop let me get it together so I did I did for a while um uh, 19, for a couple years. I was 19 then, then 21 and when I, I met my baby daddy, okay? This was my other aha moment. See, these moments where I know I need God, they always they come in spurts what? and it's usually after <laughs> I have a got an incident with a man. With a situation. <laughs> but this I'm a, in my daughter's and this is a George mm-hmm. and this is a George free zone too, sis. So it's 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 well. It's well. Oh yeah, I don't it's all good, sir. It's all good. I ain't I ain't saying nothing too crazy. You know, I ain't saying nothing we all ain't been through. Right, right. But um but these are just moments that where they would hit me where I just be like, Okay, I know I need to, you know, focus back on God. But I but when I met my daughter's father, you know, he was uh he was fine. He was light skinned. He had braids, you know. He didn't, didn't, yeah. didn't got you, huh? He didn't got you. Yeah, he, he got me. He got me. <laughs> and um, we hung out for a little while, and not too long, and I fell again. But uh, have, but this time I had my daughter. Yeah. I don't regret it. Love my baby. She's twelve now. I had my daughter on my twenty second birthday, so we have the same birthday. Oh what? Oh uh, wow! Yeah, I know, right? My is mine. Birthday is August twenty first, eighty seven. Hers is August twenty first, oh nine. So that's my little gift. But uh, right. But after, but you know that didn't last long because you know it was uh he was just he was just fine to me and I he was fine I'm I just that's just what all it was there wasn't no substance mm. he was just fine you know wait you, you being real uh, but uh I re- but I remember once that was over I remember just like okay Robin. Look at and I and I got fired too from oh. my job. I was working at Walmart. I I had just kind of got off track. I was in school because I wanted to be a, a criminalist. You know the CSI people. Yeah, I was in school. I was doing real good. You know, with all my law classes and you know I, I was just doing good. But then once me and my daughter's father started dating, I just kind of. Got completely sidetracked. I quit school. Um, just he was my focus. Like I still went to church, but I couldn't wait to get out of church so I can go run back to him. So it was just like I was just I was just completely not uh, focused at all. But I had lost my job. I was seven months pregnant. I lost my job, and uh, so I was living off unemployment in my apartment. I was pregnant. Mm. And me and him had broke up. So I was alone with this baby or almost, you know, before I had her. But I was I was alone and pregnant. And I was just like, what the heck, bro? It's going on. And 
uh, I remember when I had her, when I had her, I was in the hospital and I was like, something said to me, if I had, it was my birthday. So I was like, something said to me, if I have her today, I'm going to be a single parent. And lo and behold, I had her that day, had her on my birthday. And I really don't know why I thought this thought, but I did. And I had her that day and I was, and me, he was there. He was in the delivery room. He was there with me, but I had her and I was like, I'm, I'm going to be a single, a single parent. And then maybe a couple months after she was born, he was gone. She was three months or so he was gone and she's 12 now so you do the math and we ain't seen him since so um yeah so um but i remember i I started working at macy's i was making seven dollars an hour seven dollars and 25 cents an hour i had a brand new baby i had rent I had light bill, you know, my car payment, car insurance, all that jazz. And I was just like, and of course had student loans that I done dropped out of school. So now the loans is out of deferment. I'm like, how am I supposed to live? I was $7.25 an hour. And I just remember. Back then, that's that's not a lot. Right. This, I was 22. I'm 34 now. So this was, this was, this is 12 years ago. So yeah, this is back then. And uh, I just remember uh, laying in my bed, and I just I just remember thinking about all this. And I got up and I went to my dining room table and I just pulled out my Bible, and I just started reading it. Mm. And uh, it was I've always enjoyed the New Testament more so than the Old Testament because I like stories. So the Old Testament always or the Old Testament has the best stories. And though you know Moses on the mountain when the mountain was like smoking and children Israel all scared at the bottom and stuff. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Um, But anyway, that's just a side note that didn't have anything to do with (laughs) what I was saying. But I just remember sitting at the kitchen table just reading my bible and then i started doing that every night i would wake up in the middle of the night you know like 12 1 2 o'clock in the morning and my daughter her name is rain she'd be you know sleep knocked out and be quiet and i would just get up i would sit at the table and i would just read my bible i would read it for read a few chapters cuz i had like a little bible plan app on my phone yeah don't we so all I would read that. yeah we all need that they yeah. they they're, yeah it keeps you on, keeps you on track yeah definitely do so i would read that and i would pray and i would do that every day and then i just remember one day where i could not pay my rent and I was just like, I need to ask my mama for help. And I was like, no, she ain't going to help me. She's mm. not going to give me the money. I don't want her to know I'm struggling like this. I got a new baby. I don't want her to know. And I was just kind of praying like, God, you know, you know, you hear the saying where the check came in the mail. And you don't know who it came from. Or somebody yeah. just randomly walk up to you. you that's what I hand. thought. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. But that didn't happen to me. Um, I remember I was sitting in my living room. It was the first time I heard God speak to me. 
And he was like, and I was sitting there thinking about how I'm paying my rent and if I should ask my mama. And I remember hearing God say to me, why does it matter how I pay your rent? Why does it matter how you get the money as long as you get the money to pay your rent? And I was like, oh. first, I, I didn't even care about the fact that my rent was up to be paid, but I was just like, Lord, just spoke to my heart, Jesus. Right. <laughs> it was crazy. Right. It was crazy. I still remember that to this day. That's dope. But that was just like another aha moment. And it was just like, okay, I, I need God. Like, I need him. He's not just the God in the Bible that I'm reading about all these years ago, but he's like present and ready to help like right now today. You know what I'm saying? Right. Man, that's that's what that's what's up, man. I I just just hearing hearing all that 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 is that's excellent, man. Because I just wanna say to this, uh to your story that even though you didn't been through all that, you know what I'm saying the Bible says, you know, Romans eight twenty eight that all things work together for the good for them yeah. that love the Lord, who are called according to His purpose. So all that had a purpose in for you in order to be where you need to be, even though it didn't feel good. And and in them situations, we don't understand, we don't see how it's working for our good. But the Word says that it's working for our good. Yeah, that it all it worked out. Yeah, because yeah, at that moment in the in the midst of the fire. You're like, Lord, how is this working for my good? I don't understand. And we don't have the answers for it, but the word of God says it. And it, at the end of the day, it did because, you know, it also say, you know, you know, as saying goes, but don't kill you makes you stronger. Right. So, and, you true. know, and you survived it. So uh, uh, nonetheless, it did work out for your good. So you survive and you yet still here. So I, I thank God for that. I thank God for your story. Sis. That was that was awesome, man. That was awesome for real. Yeah, and it definitely just gives. It always gives me something to look back on. Like if I'm ever like in a financial bind or something, I just be like, okay, Rob, remember back then when right. you was having these issues? Like you gonna come out of this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, he always yeah he always make a way. He he definitely make a way. Um, he always brings seed, you know what I'm saying? The manna from on high, he, he definitely makes a way. So, but, um, and yeah. so, I, I mean, I, it's something else I want to ask you along that, along those lines, as far as the things you had, you know, been going through in your life, because, you know what I'm saying, for what you, because you've been through a lot at, at such a young age, and you're also um spoken word artist that you know what i'm saying a christian spoken word artist and you go by the name of robin rice and but you had to correct me and said that you don't longer no longer go by that name no more so i'm just like okay so you go by your actual name and it's robin what is robin williams no it's oh. uh <laughs> i mean no, I, it's uh robin Lowe. Robin Lowe, okay, okay. Yeah. Tell me, tell me why um, you decided to change from Robin Wrights to Robin Lowe. Like, uh, explain that. Well, I I went by the name Robin Wrights one because um, I write, so right, That's... and I and I and I knew I was gonna have like 
I needed like a, I felt like I felt like I needed a stage name, so I wanted it to be normal. I wanted it to sound like a normal name, so I went with Robin Wrights, which is you know it's normal and it describes what I do. Um, but then after a while, and I went by the name for oh man, it's three, four years. Okay, probably like four years now. I've kept that Robin Rice name, uh, but I just recently decided uh, last year in 21 to go back to my regular name because the Bible says, you know, he'll make your name great. Yeah, And amen. even though Robin is my name, I didn't spell it. I spelled it, you know, I, I made up this cool way to spell it. You yeah, know? Which, was, which I thought it was dope. You know what I'm saying? I, we put that out there. I did too. <laughs> that was dope. And I thought it was dope too. Thank you. And I, I thought it was cool because it was different. I never seen nobody spell it like that. But the reason why I spelled it like that is because I heard a sermon. Um, somebody preached it, but you know the story in the Bible where God had changed uh Sarah's name Sarah. from Sarai to Sarah. So he added that A H. Uh, on the end of her name so I was like oh let me add this A-H in my name because Ra Ben you know it fit so uh, I thought it was dope and then when I looked at the way it was spelled it was dope too but um, so I was like well you know in that when I in that time period where I changed my name I felt like God was changing me mm. uh, as a person, so I was like, "Okay, let's let's do this." R A H B Y N N, and I added two N's on the end for confirmation, because you know when you hear it again, you know I'm yeah. deep. You know I try to put stuff. I'm deep. <laughs> you know I'm deep. So, um, but I decided to, and even though as cool as it was, I decided to go back to my my name because. You know, like you were saying, I, I've been through a lot of things. So Robin Lowe is who is going through these things, not Robin Wright. Mm. Not a, not a, you know, not a stage name, even though it's, um, it's, it's me. It's still me, but it's like, it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want people to know, like, my name not that they need to know my name because jesus is the only name people need to know but just for the simple fact that like i'm i'm going through this transition i'm going through the change i'm going through the ups and the downs and ins and outs and i'm going robin is going through robin low is going through this so yeah. You know, he said he'll make your name great. Yeah. So I just decided to go back to that, to my government name. But yeah, but that's dope, man. I think that's, but you know, one thing that just struck me too about your name, you know, it's a, it's a saying goes, the way is up is down. I mean, the way mm-hmm. is that, the way, the way up is you got to go, you got to fall. So Robin mm-hmm. Lowe, you, some, in order for you to go up, you got to get low. Yeah. In prayer. In prayer. Yeah. So in order for you to get low, you got to 
in order for you to get up, you got to go low. So the way the way up is is necessary for us when we go down. So I think that's I think that's dope. You know what I'm saying? The the, the uh, going to your uh, actual name, Robin Low. I think that's you know what I'm saying because you can play on words. Oh, it's low because I get low for Christ and I pray. You know what I'm saying? Like I pray, so I get low and I pray. So, but it's just a play on words. You know what I mean? I think that's that's excellent. So. Okay, so how long have you been doing your um, spoken word, Christian spoke? Like, how long you been doing that as, as far as spoken word? I've been doing spoken word now for, let me see, carry the one, uh, probably like six years now. Six years? Yeah. Okay. Maybe five. Maybe close to, maybe about five years I've been doing it. Mm, yeah. Okay. But I've always been into poetry. I've been writing poetry since I was in the seventh grade. But I didn't I didn't start doing this up until about five years ago. Okay. So who are some of your inspirations as far as um spoken word and poetry? Like do you have any inspirations, people that inspired you to get into it and like do you have any anybody in mind of who inspires you to get into that arena as far as spoken word? It could so be, you know what? It could be Christian or secular, so. You know what? It sounds crazy, but I don't really have any poetry, spoken word artists, people that I look up to that inspires me to get into it. It's more just preachers. Um my pastor, he inspires me because, for one, he's the one who saw the gift in me. If it wasn't for my pastor, I wouldn't be doing that. My okay. pastor, uh, Benjamin yeah. Stevens yeah, III. I about to, yeah, I was about to say shout him out. Yeah, shout him out yeah. again. Yes, Bishop Benjamin Stevens III. He just became a bishop. Oh, boy, uh, bless God for the elevation. Yes, yes, sir. That That is... Um, I don't want to call him my friend, but he he is a true leader. He's a true leader, and I appreciate him um, so much. Him and his beautiful wife, uh, Lady Latanya Stevens. First lady. Uh, but, yes, first lady, the only lady. Yeah, that's but, what's up. Um, he inspires me, and then just preachers, because I like preaching, Um um, a, g- a gentleman named Brian Meadows. He's in, in Atlanta. He inspires me because mm-hmm. he he's really into the creative. He's really into outside the box kind of stuff. And um, TD Jakes, of course, because TD Jakes when he he speaks, he can be so smooth with it. Oh yeah, he's a and, he's a preacher machine. He could preach. Yeah. He is. Uh, Juanita Bynum, uh, when she had the short hair back in the day, okay. she uh, she is she's tough. She inspires me. Even um, it was his name is Jensen. If I'm saying his name right, his name is Jensen. I can't think of his uh his, his last name, but uh, he inspires me. I don't even know where he. I just seen him on YouTube, but and I I know that's terrible. He inspires me. I have no idea where he's from. Uh, but <laughs> it's, it's preachers 
that inspired me because I just I just feel like sometimes I feel like what I do is preaching. So I, I get my inspiration from preachers. Okay, that's what's that's what's up, man. I like that. I like that. So um, I know you have a bunch of um of pieces, like a bunch of spoken word pieces. I I I believe you went around and you performed and. Um, and you know, around in different churches and all that, and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, what is what is one of your favorite pieces? If you like, what is what was one of your favorite pieces that you ever wrote written as far as um, spoken word? And do you know the name of it? Yes, one of my favorite ones is called "Why Are You Here." And I wrote it a few years ago. Um, I wrote it at work. I was working on a, I worked overnight and I was working on a psych ward and it was a quiet, quiet night. And uh, I don't know, I was just sitting there and these words just came to me and it was just, it just said, why are you here? Mm. And uh, so I just, I wrote it. (laughs) I I had it on my tablet. I typed it on my tablet. And um, How how long it took you to write that piece? I wrote it that night. I'm not sure how many hours it took, but uh, I guess maybe three or four, however long uh, I was there for the rest of my shift. But the piece is about why are you here um, one in church for one, but also why do you call yourself a Christian? Why are you in this position, you know, as a Christian? Mm. Why are you calling yourself a Christian? You know, um, why, just why, what are right. you, what are you doing that makes you who you say you are? Why are you here? Like, what are you doing? Are you, uh, sharing your testimony are you ministering are you reading your word are you praying are you praising are you worshiping mm. are you living the way you're supposed to live like why are you here right. if you're not gonna do these things if you're not gonna do what i say if you're not gonna do what my word says like what are you doing here are you just mm. it's just a social hour for you are you just hanging out with you know the saints and the aints and the friends like what are you doing here right. like what is going on so that's one of my favorite pieces because it it speaks to me and what i'm doing and what i have been doing or not been doing okay. it's, it's just it's so deep yeah that's what's up man i i mean because you know as a spoken word artist or as a artist that's what you know it was just something i had wanted to ask you because I know you've written so many pieces, so you know that was just curious to want to know. Okay, and I, I have a, I have another question. Um, also, um, I'm gonna play. I did some digging. You know, I just want to know. I did some digging. You know, I mean, I know you, but I did some digging as far as, um, you know, as far as some of your work. You know what I'm saying? I had to do my little research. Yeah, I'm scared. And, and I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play this little piece. And after I play this little piece, I want you to ex- explain to me where you were when you wrote it, what, what's the name of it, and, you know, you just expound the best way you know how. 
Okay. Okay. I got. I'm about to go in and play this piece right now. Here you go. trichotomy Christian ain't nothing you can do about it nobody can make me doubt this and I don't believe just cause I was raised in this trust me when I say this ain't nothing more I want than to meet Jesus I'm so much a Christian I can taste it I can taste what he's prepared for me on the table in the presence of my enemies what a mighty God I serve come get you some of this word God can show you a whole new world have you thinking about a whole new world please believe me no weapon form shall prosper against me greater is he that is within me please believe me every single time i speak jesus bible holy ghost is what you'll get from me if you don't want to hear it then don't call me but i'm gonna keep it real though i'm not so spiritual that i can't be logical i'm not blind to these catastrophes these mass shooting these get off scot-free murdering police we still can't breathe Dear white man, it's a new generation. We are not our ancestors. You will catch these hands. And even though I take my problems to the king, I know he hears me, but I'm wondering if he gonna change anything. But if God don't change a thing, it still won't change my belief. Mm. Mm. That was hard. I ain't gonna let that was hard, sis. That was hard. I didn't hear it. You did? I was like, wait a minute, I didn't hear it. You didn't hear it? Uh-uh. I was like, well, let me get this again. Uh, I, <laughs> I couldn't hear it. Lord, I hope, I, hope they, I hope they played it, man. I hope they played it. For real. But that was hard. Like, Jesus. Okay. Well, what, was, what did I say? What was, the, what was one of the lines? That it, was, it, was, it was, it was, it was, it was, um, saying that, um, you could definitely catch these hands and it it was one of them videos you posted on uh on Facebook a while ago. I'm a, I'm gonna try to, my I'm gonna go ahead and try to text it to you right now so you can see what it is. Um I thought you was going to hear it the same time I was playing it. But it, I think I know the podcast caught it. Like it caught the vocals. So it definitely caught the vocals. Um it definitely caught the vocals. It was basically um, some. It was it was just I don't know. It don't it don't give me a name of it. It just said oh. it's just two minute. It's a two minute something, just oh, playing okay. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Okay. So so tell tell explain to me, explain to me because I thought it was hard. <laughs> like the the delivery was like so, okay, ball. Like delivery I, was boss. My pastor inspired me to write that. Um, he told me one day, he was like, Rob's, you know, your your uh your spoken words, they are like mini sermonettes because they was long. <laughs> this was, you know, early on when I was untrained. But uh they was long he had told me he was like, Rob's, you need like a two minute something. That just hit. That just hit. It just hit him. So that, come so that's just, the, so that's the, come out fighting. So that's the name. Two minutes something. <laughs> yes, that's where the name came from. Dope. And uh, where was I when I wrote that? You know what, Zig? I I bet I was at work. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I was at work when I wrote it. Okay. Yes, I was at work when I wrote it. Okay. 
So basically, basically that's kind of that was kind of like in rappers' terms, that was basically like a freestyle. Yes. Dang, that was that was ill. That was ill though. I I can't even front. I remember when you posted that on on the gram. I was just like, oh, that's going up. That's going up. That's going up on the. Uh, that's going up on the. Uh, that's going up on D- DVS page because that was fire. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I just, but I just felt like the delivery is like was like a rapper. I ain't gonna need that. I mean, the spoken word is kind of like that's why I was trying. That's why I was saying, um, spoken word artists are like low key rappers because they basically mm-hmm. rapping without no beat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And vice versa, yeah. rappers are spoken word. But you know, at the end of the day, I just you know, I just thought that piece was dope. Like. The two minutes something i thought it was real dope um so uh, speaking of speaking of rappers speaking of rappers okay mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna segue into this part that you are low-key christian rapper now you you may not you may, you may not even admit it but you've been you you've been out here spinning bars <laughs> I mean, you've been out here just ripping it, ripping it up. I'm like, I'm like, sis, trying to bring me, bring me out. And I have to, I'm gonna drop a track now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. So, uh, uh, it was a, you know, it was a couple tracks you let me listen to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I thought it was pretty dope. And then this recent track, this recent, I'm, t- hey, listen, listen, this recent track here. That that's yes, gonna drop. You like it? You like it? I I love it. Like like I told you before, it grew on me because I had to listen yeah. to it so many times. And it's actually a it's actually a look. It's a jam. It's a little bop to it. Like I'm like, what? Okay, <laughs> that's, that's what. Yeah, it's a little bop to it. I I I actually love the track. What's the What's the name What's the name of this track again? That's that's finna be released. Uh, the name of this song is "Don't." Oh, the song that I sent you is uh, "Don't Turn Him Away." Yeah, that that fire. I'm gonna say it's fire. Like for for you just for you for you just. I wouldn't say you just starting because you had the experience with the spoken word, so it just fit. You know what I'm saying? But you on the beat. I just I just think the song is is gonna be dope, man. Like it's gonna be really dope. Like. So, what? My question is, what? Um, is what kind of like pushed you into want to start doing music instead of like spoken word? Like, I mean, I know you probably ain't taking it serious, but that's how most artists do start. They just start around playing around, and they don't realize how good they are just playing around. And you seem like you're just playing around. But you, yeah, but you exactly. good, but you, but it's good though. <laughs> it's like it's effortless. So what, 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 uh, what decide? What made you decide to want to get into that, uh, into that arena of just doing Christian rap music? Then, well, you know, I love rap music. I always have my whole life. I love rap music. Um, growing up, Nelly was a favorite rapper of mine. Um, yeah, Nelly. Nelly, uh, Tupac. I liked his delivery. You know, he was real gangster, so I didn't really listen to his music, but I still liked him. You know, yeah. I thought I um, thought Biggie was better, but but go ahead. 
All right, all right. East Coast, West Coast, beef. All right. That's, that's uh, I'm just messing with. Go ahead. Um, I liked, um, you know, as I as I got older, you know, my mama, you know, my mom, she real churchy, so she didn't like rap music, but uh, she, you know, she knew we liked it, so she found a gospel rap album for for me and my brothers. So once I when she gave gave us that I just kind of it was like oh well these people it's got to be more gospel rappers out here so I just kind of started searching ended up finding Lecrae and uh Ambassador and Cross Movements and Ken Jones and Mr. Dell and um KB who is my favorite yeah I could favorite, I, I've, favorite. Noticed, I've noticed it. love me some KB but um uh, about a year or two ago, um, my church, we had a youth day, World Youth Day, and hip-hop was the theme to it. And I was the MC uh, to host the service. And um, I was like, how, how am I going to open? You know, we want to open the service with something cool so i said okay how about i rewrite the lyrics to cool in the games you know hit hop hit it so i rewrote <laughs> the lyrics just playing around and my organist he you know once he seen me do it that sunday morning and my organist had he reached out to me it was like robin have you ever thought about rapping for real? And I was like, no, Brother Daryl. That was just, you know, it was hip-hop Sunday. It was youth Sunday for the kids, you know, for the cheering. I'm just, you know, just playing around. And he was like, I think you got something. I'm going to send you a beat, you know, write what you feel, and send it back to me, you know, just see what happens. Right. So that's what I did, and here we are today, three songs later. Yeah, three songs. <laughs> I th I think you need to just stay at it for real, like. Um, right. Yeah, I think you need to. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like I like I told you before, like, you know, you can do a mixture of spoken word and rap music and put a project out. You know, we didn't had this conversation before off the record yeah. and on the record. Because I think honestly, you you got you got something special that people really need to hear need to hear, and then despite everything you done been through, um, a lot of women do listen to rap music. That's some of the biggest consumers in in uh, rap is women. They buy women love rap music, such as yourself. So I think women will gravitate to your message because of the things you have endured and been through. And then, but you know, using the gospel also in your music is also going to set the captives free that hears your music. So I think you need to, I think you need to do it. Like, but you know, what I'm saying you could pray about it and you could just go from there. But um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna take a little hard break off, um, and we're gonna come back and finish up this uh interview with my sister, um, my daughter self Conrad. You know what I'm saying? DTS lady, first lady of, you know, DTS ladies and all that. We're going to finish up with her on this um, on this segment of Data Self Podcast. You, you're now with Zig Madison, your brother in Christ. We'll be back in a minute. Hold tight.
Hey, what's up, guys? We back. This is the Data Self Podcast, um, hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. Yes, yet again, we came back from our break. Um, we got a special guest on here with my sister in Christ, my uh, my Data Self comrade, sister uh, Robin Rice, uh, also known as Robin Lowe. Um, so she she knows she, she done, yeah she done killed the Robin Rice so. <laughs> she didn't kill that so she go by robin low so but uh we glad to have her on and we're gonna finish up this interview you know what i'm saying and we're gonna go ahead but um i want to talk about something else okay all right you know what i mean um we know you out there in kansas city missouri you you born you, you born and raised in kansas city right Born and raised. Yes, born and raised. Kansas City, Missouri. I know a lot of people, they, you know, think it's Kansas, but it's two different Kansas cities. It's the Kansas City, Kansas, and in Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. They are very two distinctly different places. Right, right. I'm from Missouri. Yes, yeah. yes. And they get they got good barbecue, don't they? They got right, very correct. good barbecue. Very good barbecue, yes. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't had it. You know what I'm saying? They barbecue was slapping, by the way. I'm talking about slapping. Yeah, so you know slapping what I mean? Slapping and busting, it's all of that. And you know, though, you know, the one thing I could say, you know, what I'm saying about, I mean, that's pretty much the only good thing coming out of Kansas City, Missouri. Don't you agree? <laughs> no, not at all. Because, that's because right. the reason why I'm saying that because you know they weather ain't up to snuff. You know, it's too cold down there. I mean, we're up there since I'm down here. It's cold in Kansas City, and you know they got these. This what's this team called again out there? Um, in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Thieves. The Chiefs. Oh, the the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. 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 Is hating. I'm allergic to it. <laughs> so we, you know what I'm saying? You, so you're a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan, right? Let's go. So, so okay. We're we going to touch on these Chiefs, man. Um, okay. Right now, I, I ain't going to really try to test your knowledge and all that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, some people just don't know sports. But we're going to keep it like that. And my thing is, uh, right now they in the verge of going to, to the Super Bowl yet again. You said we're in the verge of doing what again? Going to the Super Bowl yet again. Cause they in the okay, play. all right. I just wanted to reiterate. Yeah, okay. yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. That, that is correct. That Cause, is correct. Because they in the Super Bowl. I mean, I mean, not the Super Bowl. No, hold on. They in the playoffs. That's, 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 no, you already no. prophesied. Come on. <laughs> No, 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 sir, yes. no, ma'am. I'm, I'm not, yes. I, we're gonna take it one day at a time, one day yes. at a time. Okay, yes, but, 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 but listen, no, just, just, just hear me out now. Hear me out. Okay, y'all in the playoffs with with eleven and five record, which I thought y'all was not gonna make it. Honestly, no, wait, 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 no, we're 12 and 5. 12 and 5, okay, all right, 12 and 5, all right, 12 and 5. Like like I, like I, like I said, I didn't think y'all was going to make it because y'all was having those moments where y'all was losing. Like, how, sh- <laughs> shall, shall we begin? Okay, y'all, you know, I ain't going to go in on too hard because I'm a struggling Denver Bronco fan, you know this. 
Everybody yeah, know this. We, we just beat y'all. What was that? Two weeks ago. Okay, calm down. Calm okay, down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just calm down. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I understand. Feel I, the authority rising in I, me. I, I I understand. You know, you it's, uh-huh. it's it's good to talk now because y'all in the playoffs. You know, my team ain't make it so. You know, ride on your high horse right now. I'll give you that. Y'all in the playoffs, we didn't. Okay. But, mind you, I don't know if you noticed, but I picked y'all to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. As well you should have. Well, I I shouldn't because, honestly, I'm just a realist. Honestly. And I can't, I just don't see Big Ben and the Pittsburgh Steelers beating y'all because of his situation as far as him being older and can't move. And you got a <laughs> and, and you got a younger quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, which I call him my homeboy, Patrick Mahomeboy. I like him, but he just played for the wrong team. And my thing is, I just can't deny his greatness. And I just feel like ain't no way the Steelers is gonna beat the Pittsburgh, I mean be, beat the Kansas City Chiefs, even though I can't stand their guts. Mm-hmm. I'm just being real. Like I just said, disgustingly, I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs to win. But after that, no. but after yeah. that, but after that, it's gonna be it's gonna be over. It's over for you guys <laughs> because I'm looking at it like this. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, and we just let's let's be real now. Patrick Mahomes has not looked the same since he got paid all his money. He got paid over half. I a, agree. He got paid over half a billion dollars. I agree. And he I'm, has, I'm a realist as well, and I can agree with you. Once he got all that money, we that was when we started losing. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. And, and, but he also has a crazy fiance, okay? His fiance is crazy. Oh. Okay. We don't we don't we don't too much we don't I don't even know what to say. We don't we don't too much care for, for her right now. Okay? Oh wow. Okay. So this ain't all. It ain't all Patrick's fault. Okay. Cause she crazy. Okay, that's what's up. But you know, uh, we just pray all that as well, so he can get his mental right. But my thing is, let's 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 go down to to some of these L's y'all took. Okay, and we can explain these L's because some of these wins, some of these wins, it's just like okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, we should have won that Chargers game. Okay, the third. Oh yeah. Okay, you, since you want to skip over the second week, that's what I'm saying. You lost against the Ravens. <laughs> the second week, okay, you beat. You, okay, first week you beat Cleveland. Okay, got got that. You beat them. Okay, second week you done beat the Ravens by one point. Oh my God, one point. Y'all barely beat them, but y'all won. A, a win is a win, but y'all won. Y'all got it done. I mean, no, 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 no. Y'all lost. Actually, like, lost by one point. Y'all lost. Explain that, please, ma'am. Like I said, we're just going to blame everything on Patrick's fiance because she has some things going on, okay? And Patrick, you know, him being the man and the head of the household (laughs) with the baby and everything, all of that fall on his shoulder. So, you know, plus he's got that 500 uh, meal, you know what I'm saying? He, he, that's a lot of pressure, okay? So he was going through it. We all have off days. We all have off weeks, off moments, but 
God stepped in. Come on, somebody. And he turned it around. Okay? He turned it around. What's the the song? Turn it around for me. And that's what happened. Okay? He turned it around. Okay, okay, okay. You said he turned it around. Okay, but but he didn't turn it around in week three when when y'all lost against the Chargers. What happened with that game? Y'all lost 30 to 24. I don't know. I don't know. I was pretty disappointed in the game. I don't know. I thought it was a good game. But I do know we, we, the thing, my issue with the Chiefs is we give up uh, so many yards with these dumb penalties. Mm. And, um, Y'all defense ain't really that good either. That's That's, what I was going to say. Sometimes our defense, they just can't hold a candle to some of these teams' offense. And that's where we've we've always had a a work-in-progress defense. Since I was a little kid, our defense has struggled. And I'm being nice, okay? Our defense has struggled for so many years. But, but God, I believe... uh, they are getting better. They still have their areas where they're struggling because we have went through, I don't know how many defensive coaches, and we still have the same issues. So we trying, man. I, I ain't even got no reason. I ain't got no excuse. We just <laughs> we just got to get it together. I mean, just – but at the end of the day, y'all made the playoffs, so – you know, y'all had, y'all, you know, I think this was really uh, one of y'all worst seasons for real. Cause y'all had, y'all, I can't recall y'all having five L's ever since Patrick Mahomes stepped on the scene. Yeah. So I, 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 agree. I think this was y'all worst season, but I, I, like I said, I'm just going to give it to y'all to, to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, cause it's just, I can't, I, if they do beat y'all, I'm going to be surprised. Because I didn't, you know, even though I can't stand y'all team, I'm just like, I got to, I just got to be honest. I can't see the Steelers beating beating y'all at, at this point in time. I just don't see it. I don't see I don't it. Either. And so you, so you predicting y'all going to win the Super Bowl. That's what you're saying? Yes, I am. We are going but to what win happened? it. Okay, but well, what happened last year? Y'all didn't win last year. We did not. And you know what? That Super Bowl game was probably Patrick's worst game of the entire season. I don't know if the pressure of him, you know, coming back to the Super Bowl, I don't I don't know. I don't know cuz I know Brittany was pregnant and he Oh, that's her name, I mean, Brittany. Yeah, her name is Brittany. She was pregnant. I don't know if if that's what it was, but I believe it. Was, he was getting sad. But you know what? It it ain't just Patrick. Okay, he ain't, he's not the whole team. We gotta blame the defensive lineman because I remember Patrick was getting sacked, and he just he was getting sacked. Passes were short. People wasn't catching. It was just it was a terrible game. It was just his worst game that season was a Super Bowl, which is crazy, which because, you know, it's supposed to be your best. But it was, I don't know what happened. It just was not it won't, good. It won't it. Okay. No. The hand of the Lord was against us. <laughs> that game. <laughs> I, 
I was actually happy about that game. I bet you was. You were everybody else was too. I, I, but you know what? I was happy because I was like, I, I, like I was telling uh, uh, CJ on the, I think one of the episodes about how they lost the Super Bowl to y'all that one year. And mm-hmm. I, 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 like I told him, I, I, I lost myself. I was, I was out of there because I was going, I was picking them to lose. And they almost lost if Jimmy G would have connected that pass to Emmanuel Sanders and would have been over, but it didn't happen. So y'all won y'all first Super Bowl in like, I think, a hundred, in a first Super Bowl in like a hundred years. Uh, it wasn't a hundred, but it was. It was. It, it, <laughs> it was like. It, it was like a hundred years. Yeah. So I think I don't think I was born when the last Super Bowl we won. It was a lot. Yeah. So y'all, <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all won y'all. Y'all won y'all. Y'all won y'all Super Bowl, and I was a little. I was a little disappointed. I about. I about wanted to t- take a drink. That's how bad it was. <laughs> It was that bad. It was that bad. And then I kept getting well, texted. Well, I'm pouring you another glass for this one. Oh, no, because y'all not winning the Super Bowl this year. That ain't happening. Oh. Because y'all, I, cause you gotta, y'all, I'm glad we recording this because y'all so got, we can play it back when we do win. How y'all going to beat the GOAT? We going to beat them like we beat the other 12 teams. But you talk, y'all didn't beat the GOAT last year. That was last year. So you trying to say getting those things that are behind, <laughs> that ain't, and reaching forward I, I, to I, those things that are, we are pressing toward the mark of the high calling of the Super Bowl, okay? Of the Vince Lombardi Trophy, cause that's what we doing, okay? That's what we doing. That was last year. All things have passed away. But let's let's keep this in mind. Patrick Mahomes has not getting over the hump with Tom Brady. Like if you if you if you think about it. Just, just, just think about it. Before they even got to the Super Bowl, Tom Brady put him out at the AFC Championship that one year when he was with the New England Patriots, and they couldn't get over the hump. So technically, Patrick Mahomes has not yet to beat the goal. So he got that you know issue when it matters. Like he needs to step up when it matters. That's the problem. Like he can't beat the goal, and that's the thing. Like. Tom Brady is a whole different individual. You can, you can hate on him all you want, but until Patrick Mahomes outdo the GOAT, he ain't going to win the Super Bowl. And I'm and I'm predicting the GOAT and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is going back to the ship. They is. No, come on, man. No. And they're going to take the win. Whoever they play against in the AFC, it could be your Chiefs. It could be Tennessee. It could be, uh, it could be, it could be anybody in the AFC. I don't think nobody's beating the Bucks. I'm just, I'm just being honest. It, it may not be, it may not be what you want to hear, but you know the Bible say the truth has set you free. And the truth, the truth is that Tom Brady is the goat, and the truth is <laughs> that he can't be beat when it matters. I'm talking about when it. Well, you know what? All I can say is, let's wait and see. We're just gonna wait and see, huh? You got, it's going to be big goat versus baby goat. <laughs> so you got you got your jersey? You got a jersey? I, you know what? I just bought a brand new cheese hoodie. It came from Amazon yesterday. Oh, yeah? It's gray, it's gray and white, and it's lit. Okay. And I'm going to wear it. Okay. And we're going to win. Y'all gonna, I mean, yeah, y'all going to y'all gonna win the Pittsburgh game, but I don't know about the other games. So. We're going to win the rest of them. So if and I, the Super Bowl. So you predicting y'all going to the Super Bowl and y'all going to win? 
Absolutely. Okay, we got this on record, guys. We got this on record on Data Set Podcast. Robin Lowe saying predicting. <laughs> okay, okay. Robin Lowe predicting that she's going that her Kansas City Chiefs is going to the Super Bowl. Okay, and y'all going y'all claiming victory and y'all basically claiming victory basically. In the, yes, in Jesus' name, yes. Because mm-hmm. okay. Patrick is saved. Oh. I think he's saved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. It don't even matter. But it, listen, we gonna we gonna go in. We gonna play hard, and we are gonna give it all we got. And that's what's important. That's all that matters, huh? <laughs> that's all that matters, huh? You can give it what you got, and you if you give it what you got and lose, then what? We still gave it all we got, but it wasn't enough. Wait, okay. Who your team? I know you said the Broncos. Yeah, that, that's they, it. They ain't going. They ain't going at all. They ain't going nowhere. I, but I, I, but I came to the grips that we wasn't gonna go to the playoffs in the first place because we okay. didn't. But, you know. But at the end of the day, you know they say misery loves company. So I'm, I'm gonna make other people miserable because my team didn't make it. So I see. Let's make but, uh Marcel miserable too because I know his Cowboys. I think they were twelve and five too. Yeah. But but they ain't um. They ain't Super Bowl material. Mm-hmm. They ain't going. Nah, we we you know they 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 finna leave the first first round. They losing against the Forty Nine ers. I already didn't yeah. claim that. I, I put a praise on it, like Tasha Carl says. <laughs> I put a praise on it. So it's it's, it's already done. Locked and sealed. They going home. So yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap for those uh, Cowboys. And Marcel gonna be in his in his little uh, uh, water city, uh, Tulsa City <laughs> truck, crying. <laughs> Calling my phone, talking about Zon, man. I need prayer. I need prayer. My cowboy. So I'm Marcel, I love you, man. I'm playing, man. I'm playing. You know what I'm saying? But he says, Marcel, we love you. Yeah, well, I'm just, you know, but you know, he ain't he ain't he ain't gonna take it no type of way. He he's a he, he <laughs> like the joke and stuff too. But um we're gonna go in lock, you know, wrap this up, man. I I it's it's good to have my sister, you know what I'm saying, my dad self, Conrad, you know what I'm saying, yeah. um Robin Lowe, aka Robin Wrights. She she didn't kill the Robin Wrights. So, you know what I'm saying? So give uh the people your socials where they can follow you. So when you decide to um post some more content or anything of that nature, spoken word music, you know what I'm saying? Give them your socials so they can know how to get in touch with you. Yes. Um just my first and last name on Facebook. Robin, R-O-B-Y-N, last name Low L-O-W-E, and on Instagram is at underscore Robin underscore Low underscore, and Zig also, uh, you mentioned I'm a photographer, I am a photographer. Yeah, yeah, plug that um, in there too. Yes, I'm, I'm going to plug that right on up. Uh, <laughs> on Facebook, it's Shots by Robin. So, same spelling, R-O-B-Y-N. On Facebook, I got my own Facebook page. Uh, so, go ahead. Y'all go ahead and like it and share it. And let me know if y'all need some pictures taking headshots, weddings, and babies, and, you know, family events and all that good stuff. Yeah. Hit me up. That's what's up. All right. I'm, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Um you locking in, yeah, y'all definitely go book my sis for the photography, and you know what I'm saying, 
I think she does good work with the camera and all that. So yeah, y'all book her in in your surrounding Kansas City. What is it? It's Kansas City metro area. All your surrounding right. areas. Y'all book her up for y'all photo shoots and everything like that. I want to thank, like I said, I want to thank my sis again for coming on, Robin Low. I mean, you got any last words for the people before we close this out? Um, last words, just stay focused. Um, no distractions this season. Just, you know, with everything that's going on with this new COVID variant and with everything else, all these shortages and people not wanting to work, man, just know that God is still in control and he holds your life in his hands. And one thing God has been uh, dealing with me with lately is faith in him and his timing. Mm. So, yeah. Figure since he's been dealing with me with that, I give that to y'all and we can work on it together. Amen. Amen. I think they'll be blessed by your last words of encouragement and everything like that. And um that was a blessing. So okay, we about to wrap this up. This is yet again episode four of the Data Self Podcast with your brother in Christ Zig Madison. Um and we'll talk to y'all soon. And um again Living as Christ is glorified, down to make Jesus know. We'll talk to y'all soon on the next time. Peace in Jesus' name.